I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, hello, welcome to Arthur Fantasy Podcast, episode 28. I'm your host, Peter, and going this week once again by Tom and Gunnar. How you doing, lads? Tom? Yeah, good, thank you. Excellent. Yourself, Gunnar? Yeah, doing very well, thank you, Peter. Good stuff. Right, we will quickly do our league best goal, best high scorer then on to our usual average points, etc, etc. No change at the top. Top three still, Wolf Tone, Tony McClary, Conquering Lions, Robbie Dempsey second, Oi, 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 Hudson Doy, third. And if you scroll down to 35th in the league, you will see the highest scorer for this game week was, well, a good name actually, Moe's Tavernier. Ian Reid, 76 points, which is pretty damn good since there was only two games going with them. You don't even look at his team, you know he's got a back line, it's free Aberdeen and free Rangers, I think, for a get this. Right, the average for the game week was 17 points. Sorry, I was wrong. He didn't have an average keeper. He got the back five. There we go. With 17 points. So their points was 65 for Peter, 42 for Tom, 55 for Gunnar. So I don't worry saying, lads, but if that was a cup week and we were playing each other, easy to write out your ass. <laughs> just, uh, just to let you know. Right, you might talk us your points. Tom, you go first. Yeah, so my 42 points, I had Lewis in goals for seven. Captain Tav got me 16. Gallagher got me minus one. Ayer, nothing. Vice-captain Goldston got me 18. Midfield, I had Kilty for nothing. Turnbull, nothing. Mullen, nothing. O'Hara, nothing. Roof, nothing. And Devante Cole got me two. See, for a split second, I wonder why you were getting nothing there. But how many players not returning? I realised it's only two games. Right, you yourself. Yeah, I was the same. I just looked at my team. I was like, why, why did so many players get no <laughs> points? Huh? It's like 50, 55 points overall. Stritchek in goal, he got nothing. Barisic, 13. Captain Tavernier got me 16 points. Uh, Vice-captain Golson, 18 points. Then nothing from Guthrie, nothing from McGinn. Uh, zero points from Turnbull as well. Then three points each from Hedges and Ferguson. Nothing from Nisbet and two points from Cole. Right, so I'll go through my 65 points. I'll just the players that are playing rather than go through them all. So it was Hope, Hoban 13, Barisic 13, Vice-Captain Goals at 18, Tavernier 16, Ferguson for three in midfield, and Cole up front for two. Probably 65 points. Unexpected for two for a two-game game week, but we'll take it all the same. Right, before we go to our topic, I want to push the cup again. I'd like to thank everybody that's joined up. We said last week, if we get 32 people... We'd be happy to go with that. At current play, we're on 99 people, and all we need is another 29 people for the 128 cut off. 
and that's what we're doing. The one to eight will be the cutoff if we get to that. That would mean I wrote this down somewhere. The game week, the cup would start in game week thirty-two and finish in the last game week if we get one hundred twenty-eight. Right, so that would be. It was going to start that weekend anyway, because regardless, I would need to do some sort of jiggery pokery qualifying round, but it'll be starting week thirty-two, which I think is quite good because it misses out all the double game weeks, so people are kind of doing it for an even keel as it stands now. Mm-hmm. Uh, more thoughts on the cup. Ursa is final, but put it out there now. Covid thing happens, then we're all we're all affected. So if a, t- a game gets uh, suspended or players miss it, then it's just tough luck. If that falls you that week of the round of the cup, then I'm afraid that's it to be the cookie crumbles. And following up with the rules, it's still going to be the same. In the event of a tiebreaker, it will be the goal scorer, goal scorers in your team first, assist in your team second, and the third one I put in will be how many players you've got in the bottom six. That's the third tiebreaker. Right. Right. Okay. So it's a bit uh, differential because it's going to be who's who's picking players up, pulling players out the last basically, who magically in the bottom six and scoring goal and scoring points for you. But that's mm-hmm. what it's going to be. Right. So again, I'll push up at the end. We've only 29 spaces left again. So if you want to get involved, get involved soon because I want it done and dusted so we can do the proper draw live and get all ready for you, lovely boys and girls. So we'll go to the topic then. Well, the topic this week is something we've kind of covered quite a lot. The last few weeks is the double game weeks coming up. So I think it's slightly sticker up. So this week, obviously, game week 26, it's just a game for the team and that's it. Then after that, up until game week 30, there will be numerous game weeks. Let me count. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. There's 8 double game weeks week 27. There's 6 and 28. There's 4 and 29. And there's 2 and 30. So... Gunnar, I'll go to you first. How are you planning or how's your planning going on for this? Basically, double game weeks. Right. So I've looked at the Sotti sticker here, and the games that stand out for me are the, the team that I like the most for game week 27 and 28. That's the first two double game weeks. It's Livingston. They play Aberdeen twice in game week 27. Um, and then in game week 28, Livingston play against St. Johnston and Hamilton. Uh, so I, I think you could argue those two fixtures in game week 28 against St. Johnson and Hamilton are definitely easier than the uh, Aberdeen games, but Aberdeen seems to be a bit out of form. They they won at the weekend now against Motherwell, but I thought Motherwell even gave them a game until they had a man's hand off. So Livingston is some some is a team that I'm going to target. I still have the goalie. I probably need rid of him just to get another outfield player. Maybe get another defender in there or your man Robinson. I like him as well. And the the next team that I picked out as well, you could argue Celtic just from, from the teams that they play, but they're <laughs> completely off form. So I'm doing the reverse. I like the Kilmarnock fixtures. You know, they're playing Celtic and St. Johnson in game 27. And then game 28, they have uh, St. Mirren and Motherwell. Tough games, uh, I think, but... There has to be a point at some some point where, where Kilmarnock turn it around and, and turn it on a bit. So yeah, I might I might get Kabamba back in because I still have Edward and he's just wasting away there on my bench currently. So but but honestly, the team that sticks out for me the most is probably Livingston. Right. Just before I go to you, Tom, I've just noticed that the Bet Fred Cup final drops in week 30. So on Sutty's ticker, you'll see obviously he's got the four teams down there. So it's It'll be St. Johnson and Livingston. 
and that week Livingston would be down to play Rangers, so that is potential down the line of Rangers double game week if they move the fixture. All right. So okay. any of the triple captains maybe want to triple captain Tavernier down the line. Right, Tom, your thoughts double game week, how you're planning for it? Um, so my plan just is to focus in on game week 27 as it stands just now because that's the game week I intend to boost. Um, week after that, there's six fixtures, whereas in 27 there's eight. So there's two more to choose from. And also, out of the three in 28, three of the double game weeks feature either Celtic or Rangers. And obviously, as Gunnar said, Celtic might not be the the team they once were, but it's a, it's a tough fixture nonetheless. Um, because I'm planning on bench boosting game week 27, I'm looking to either have 14 to 15 playing keepers. The reason why I say 14 to 15 is because I might keep a hold of Henderson for the, the game weeks because there's still a, a good mm. chunk of the season still to play. And uh, I like having a non-playing player to make use to, of the best of the bench. Uh, sort of loophole that we like to play. Um, so with bench boost, I need to get myself two playing keepers. I already own uh, Joe Lewis at Aberdeen, who has, has been hit and miss recently. But because we've only got two transfers, I'm, I'm going to have to stick with them. Um, the other playing keepers that I like are Segrist, Barkas, and uh, Marciano. Segrist has Motherwell and Hibs. Hibs are struggling to score just now, and Motherwell are still kind of in a transitional period. Barkas, he has St Mirren and Kilmarnock in 27. He could be a rotation risk. We've seen Hazard come in and play. Um, Selick might just try and go back to basics, try and keep a clean sheet, and... Uh, Maybe grind out results one or, one or two. <laughs> um, disadvantage is Duffy. Um, if he's going to continue playing at centre-back, he's a bit of a bomb skier. Um, he's usually the, at the root of uh, goals conceded. <laughs> yeah, he's a massive bomb skier. Um, another one is Marciano. Um, they have St Mirren and Dundee United. The question is, though, is he going to be fit or not? Um, he's, not flagged, he's not flagged anymore on the app. Yeah. Then, he's, then he, then he uh, warms up and then goes off injured. Yes, yeah. warm up. <laughs> <laughs> it's happened before. Um, so, yeah, he's, it's, we, we don't really know the full picture with that one. So I'm looking to get two playing keepers in. Um, after that, uh, I need to try, try to target what defenders I want. I've, I'm still holding Gallagher. I kept a hold of him at Motherwell because of obviously the blank. But long term, I don't really fancy him. We talked about the, the, the Hibs keeper as an option for clean sheets. But when it comes to defenders, we like defenders that keep a clean sheets, but also provide attacking returns. So looking at a Hibs defender, they might get a clean sheet, but they can't seem to score just now. So that's a concern. Same for Dundee United. They don't seem to score a lot of goals. Now I've got it noted down here that Frimpong was one of my considerations for the week, but um, breaking news today is he's looking, uh, he's pretty much out the door from Celtic. Um, Bayern Leverkusen is the destination. Uh, 11.5 million, so not a bad bit of business, I suppose. I've heard uh, contradictory reports to that. It's not as much as that, but... Oh, really? 10 million euros is reported from Open Go- is it Goal in Germany. Right, mm, yeah. Well, just, I'll obviously come out in the next couple of days, but I just that sounds, that sounds really, unrealistically very high for but Okay, we'll see. Sorry, Tom, on you go. Um, I, I like as well. He's playing it right back and probably going to continue now that Frimpong's gone. Um, so he's getting forward a lot more and obviously has the clean sheet potential. Uh, Livingston, they've got the double against Aberdeen home and away. Guthrie offers goal threat, as we've seen this season. He's, he's doing well for goals. And he could keep at least one clean sheet as well. 
The other thing we need to consider as well is our Rangers defenders. They've got a nice home fixture in game week 27 against St. Johnston. I don't think any of us would advise getting rid of the Rangers defenders, burning transfers, and you're going to have to maybe burn transfers, even potentially take hits in order to get them back in. Um, Midfield-wise, I've got Turnbull. I'm looking to stick with him. I think Moy's been good for goals recently at Celtic as well, um, but he's only started in two of the last five. We really need to see what sort of lineup, um, sorry, formation Neil Lennon's going to be going with and seeing if Moy's going to feature in that starting lineup. Um, but he did have two goals from his last two starts, so that might um, be in Lennon's consideration for, for uh, going ahead. Celtic have three double game weeks in a row, so even, obviously, as Gunnar says, Celtic, they're not what they once were, but a triple Celtic probably wouldn't be a, a bad idea, um, regardless of their form, given the three double game weeks. Livingston, I quite like uh, Scott Robinson. He's out of position. Uh, he seems to be the first-choice striker now. He's nailed down that position. Um, and Mullen looks good as well. Livingston have two double game weeks in a row, 27 and 28. After facing Aberdeen home and away, the next double is St. Johnston and Hamilton. So a nice double game week there as well. So I'm looking at the Livingston triple up. Aberdeen, um, we know they play Livingston twice. Hedges and Ferguson, uh, they look decent against Motherwell. Another consideration there. Hibs, as we've said, have a nice double, but they don't seem to be scoring just now. If you're looking at maybe taking a punt, I think Boyle might be a decent option. He was playing out of position up front with Nisbet in the semi-final. Didn't score any, but if you're looking to get punty, that's fine. Um, McGrath at St Mirren, he's on penalties, and they have four double game weeks in a row. The disadvantage of that is they've got poor form. They're not really scoring just now. And three out of those four double game weeks, it's really a hard fixture paired up with an easier one. So how, how many points are they really going to get realistically? And then strikers-wise, Nisbet's the only player I fancy, but really that's on his season form as a whole rather than recent form. Celtic, Edwards been linked away. Um, Leicester, West Ham are the two clubs being uh, reported. Griffiths might be the only decent striker option Celtic have, considering a Yeti's not really in favour, and neither is Clamalla, so that might be a decent choice. Um, Nicky Clark, Dundee United, are quite low scoring, but he usually seems to be amongst the goals if they do score, so he's a decent option. And we've mentioned the Rangers regarding um, their single game week. Another single game week player I like is Ollie Shaw. He faces Hamilton. He's the form player just now at County. He's recently became the top goal scorer for the season. The Ross County put four past uh, Aberdeen and Ollie Shaw got two of those. So who knows, potentially it could be a hat-trick against Hamilton. Like yourself, Tom, I am pretty much aiming for game week 27 bench boost. I have quietly and slowly been building towards that last couple of weeks anyway. And as it stands now, I'm only two players off from having full 15. So what I'll be doing this week is I'll be taking out Callaghan for Hamilton, bringing in a Celtic player, midfielder, which gives me 14. And then the week after that, I'll be taking out Devante Cole for either... A St. Johnson striker or a Kilmarnock striker, and that would give me 15 players that are pretty much playing if obviously COVID doesn't hit for game week 27 mm-hmm. for each person. So I'm happy with that. Maybe that'll be the first choice players I can get, but it is what it is. I've got Brophy up front for St. Bernard, and I've got Alan making goals for St. Bernard. So that's the two players I'll be holding through all four double game weeks, I think. And the chance of me get a clean sheet here, and Brophy might start scoring goals. Yeah. Okay, okay. What else do I want to say that? 
just as you said yourself, Tom, Burns got four double game weeks, Celtic's got three double game weeks, and Kamala's got two double game weeks. So I suppose if you want to sit Murn a bit, it's just the form is it Murn, isn't it? It looks good having four double game weeks, but they're so hit and miss. Yeah. Sorry, they're mostly miss, but <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. Right, start this week. It's just yourself, Gunnar. What have you got for us? It's uh, once again old firm related. Uh, I've looked it up. Connor Goldson now has the same number of goals from open play as Otson Edward this season. Uh, and also Celtic's wingbacks have assisted twice in total this season, whereas Taff and Barisic got three in their last game against uh, Ross County already. I will change that name, Tom, from start of the week to dig of the week at Celtic. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice real yep, right. dig. Oh, stick in the boot. <laughs> Right, we'll go to the results, not much to cover this time. So, first up, Aberdeen 2, Motherwell 0. So, it was Hoban and Constein both goals, a Kennedy assist. So, it's a clean sheet for Aberdeen and Polworth red card. And I know it's a lot of people bringing Polworth as their midfielder for Motherwell this week. So, that can I backfire if you've done that. So, thoughts on the game, Tom? Um, yeah, so it was two defenders scoring from Aberdeen, which is a concern for um, Cosgrove owners. They got the clean sheet as well. There was a penalty incident early on in the game, though. The Shio Johan ball, so perhaps they may not have retained that clean sheet had the referee been on form that day. Um, and Tony Watt also hit the woodwork as well, so that, that's a concern. Um, I, I felt it was all Aberdeen in the highlights, really. I, I, thought, I thought they created quite a lot, and that was reflected in the numbers as well. Um, Matty Kennedy and Sam Cosgrove both made four key passes. Uh, Hedges made three key passes and also created a big chance and Ferguson two key passes and also created a big chance but I thought Liam Kelly made some fantastic saves for, for Motherwell to um, to keep the ball out of the net so really we're looking at Aberdeen defence Liam Kelly might be an option going forward um, but I'm still not that sold on Aberdeen attacking assets I need, I, need to, I, need to, I need to see more than just the numbers I need to see the end product so Still going to keep an eye on things in that department. Just, I agree with you wholeheartedly. The thing I, I kind of found a bit of disappointment is Motherwell, I thought, was slightly turning a corner last few weeks and they, yeah. they looked back to what they were. And I believe we're pretty poor for up to this. So it's something to keep an eye on for Motherwell assets. I know we did say last time, wait and see. Don't be jumping in. And this kind of just cements the fact that you have to wait and see because they looked well far off again. What's on the game, Gunnar? Well, I thought Motherwell, they looked all right until uh, the sending off of Polworth. I don't know what the second yellow card was for, even. Um, I've also have here hoping he's got two and two now. I know they lost the game before that, but he did get a goal, although being at fault uh, in one of the goals as well. I've noticed Joe Lewis. He is a decent option fantasy-wise, but just from watching the highlights, he looks so slow, even in like the, the handball incident uh, with Ojo. He he was on the ground making a save and then he took ages to get back up again. And I don't know, he's looked like that for the, for the past weeks now. And fantasy-wise, I still like him, but just, just watching him is a bit frustrating. Um, and also, I think you could see that that Hedges, he really like changed the game compared to the game that they lost in the week before. Uh, he was like at least in the highlights. He was involved in everything. If you just if you just listen, you can. The one thing you could hear the most was players just screaming for hedges, hedges, possible here and there. Uh, so he was the most involved. He had a bit of the Ryan Christie about him though, just long shot after long shot. Um, 
but he def he definitely helps. I think he started out at right uh, started out in the game at, uh, as right wing back, but then uh, played further forward. At least what I could see in the highlights. So I'll definitely be keeping hedges. I don't know uh, what we're gonna do with Ferguson though. He, he's had a couple of blanks now. Uh, he's still in my team, but well, he's a long way away from from scoring penalty after penalty, uh, which was the reason why why he is in in all of our teams in the first place. So, yeah, Ferguson, I'm not so sure anymore how long I'm going to hold him, especially yeah, no. with... Just... Sorry about that, going on my door, went to pause it. Right, next up, I feel like I say this every second or third week, Rangers absolutely demolished somebody. Rangers 5, Ross County 0, Kent goal, Hellander goal, Aribo goal, Jack goal, Golson goal. Now, did Morelos get the assist on the app? Dennis... The penalty oh, one, didn't you mean? Yeah, did they get assist? No, no. It's only, it only counts as a penalty one if they actually score the penalty. Right, so basic times two then, Tavernier and Hadji assist and a clean sheet. Rangers, so, you know, you start taking us to this. Yeah, you just read out the goal scorer says five goals, five different goal scorers. Uh, can can, tea, can definitely see how, how good a squad they have there. It was Gerard's 150th game in charge. Tavernier missed the second penalty now. That's two penalties in a row. I was thinking maybe because he took so many penalties that the keepers have now clocked on what he's going to do just because they have so much, like, like it's such a big sample size of his penalties because he gets one every other game. Uh, I thought Hallen, Hellander, he looked uh, really good. He got his goal and he looked defensively re really solid. I thought he knew what run Oli Shaw was going to make before Oli Shaw even knew what was going to happen. Joe Rebo, he took his goal really, really well. That was the first thing I seen from, from this game, and what a goal. Yeah, I've already read out my corner goals and stat. Uh, <laughs> same number of goals from open play as Odson Edward. And if it wasn't for the county goalie, it could have been an eight or nine. Okay, Tom? Yep, there was plenty of goals in this game, um, but it's also back to um, the defensive ways. They kept a clean sheet. Um, that almost didn't happen. Uh, Jakoviti missed a big chance and also hit the woodwork, and Peyton also hit the woodwork as well. Um, out of the goals there, uh, Kent got the opener. It's just the one goal from him. I still don't think he's value for money. 6.4 million in his last 10 game weeks, he got one goal and three assists. Haggy's a bit cheaper um, at 5 million. He's had two goals and three assists in that same period, uh, despite only starting a handful of games, so he might be a better option. But um, I'm, I've I'm currently a roof owner, and I think I'm going to head back to the, the defensive triple-up and get in Barisic. Um, so I have Tav, Goldson, and, and Barisic. If you look at the, the five goals and the five assists, that's 10 attacking returns, and defenders were involved in half of those. Um, I also looked at the, the numbers as well. The last 10 games, points-wise, Barisic has 58. We talked about Hagi, he had 37, and Kent had 38. So that's almost 20 points more in the last 10. And even just looking at their points for um, overall this season, Barisic is sitting on 133, Aggies on 84, Kent 113, Aribo 77, Arfield 67. So he's head and shoulders above the, the midfielders. Um, one player um, that's not, um, not mentioned that a lot for goals is Ryan Jack. He got on the score sheet, but that was only his first attack and return of the season, so I wouldn't be looking to jump on that just yet. Um, Tav, he missed a penalty. Um, well, it was saved this time. I think he missed the last one. So that's two and two. 
wonder if he's going to stay on penalties or not. I imagine he probably will, but it's it's not good when you you're, you're missing them because it's a minus four points, minus eight to those who've captained them. So I'm still going to stick with Captain Tav going going ahead though. Yeah, I agree. I don't think I don't see him. He'll still go on penalties. I don't think he's going to miss every penalty. His record's absolutely no. un- 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 unreal and incredible, really. So, who does the wee butt the road? Not every penalty taker will scores has got a 100% record anyway. So, he's going to have to miss one or two at some point. Yeah, hey, that is the result. system now as well. Yep. That's the results done because also there's only two this week. Predictions, guys. Again, it wasn't a good week for us. 27, 13, 31 respectable to points. And we got one point extra each. And I believe it was four. I'm going to see. Where am I? Why am I happy this? Aha, it's up there. I can't even. I'm online. It was for the Rangers game. We all got one point for that. The rest of the results we got wrong. Right. We must do the next one, my next. Over here. Transfers, captains, and vice captains. So we reckon discussed we're planning for the game week. In fact, I'm wrong, guys. Sorry. Predictions for this week coming ahead first. Fixtures are Dungeon United, Nunn, Ross County, Motherwell, Johnson, Aberdeen, Celtic, Hamilton, Hibs, Rangers, and Lovison and Kilmarnock. And as always, I'll ask you to try to guess the three results. So first up is Ross County, Motherwell, and I've went 2-1. Predictions come. Two 0 Ross County. Good. One near Ross County. Okay. Next up is St. Johnson versus Aberdeen, and I went one nil Aberdeen. Tom. Um. I'm gonna say two one St. Johnson. Good up. One nil Aberdeen. Okay. And last up is Hibs versus Rangers, and I went three one Rangers. Tom. 2-1 Rangers. Gunnar? 2-0 Rangers. He's thinking about that back line. Yeah. <laughs> He's trying to wish it in existence. <laughs> right. Now back to transfers, captain, the vice captain. So, like I say, I'll go first yet. I'm big I said to play in midfield. It's probably going to be Callum McGregor. I can't quite reach to Christie. I think he's overpriced anyway. But... I think it'll be Calma Giger. I thought we would be Sorrow, but I think Calma Giger's more nailed on through all these double game weeks. I think we're having him in, and he's always good for an assist every so often. Uh, captain will be Tav, and vice captain is currently sitting on Turnbull. But I could change that back to Goldstone Palace at late see. I think I'm going to stick it to Turnbull because they're at home at Hamill. So, what is your transfer, captain, vice captain, Gunnar? Continue my captain and vice captain. Captain Tavernier, vice captain, probably Turnbull. I would like another, like Tom mentioned El Unici earlier, and I think we, we get to see the lineup before the deadline. My problem is I still have Edward, and well, they're playing Hamilton, and on paper, he'd be my vice captain, but I don't know if he's going to play with all these transfer rumors. And then I mentioned Ferguson, I don't know how, how long I want to stay on him. So, transfer, I have no idea. <laughs> Yeah, but captain, vice captain, Tavernier for the captaincy and uh, Turnbull for the vice captain. 
Apologise for the dogs going nuts there. There was a cat on the fence in the back garden. Right, Tom, you, were your transfer captain, vice-captain thoughts? So I might get rid of Gallagher and Roof and bring in Ollie Shaw and Barisic. Captains-wise, I think I'm probably going to stick with Tav and the vice. I'm drifting between uh, Goldson and Turnbull like yourself, so I'm not decided yet. Right, so we've got one question for Twitter this week, and it is from Ewan White, Ewan RFC83. Don't like that name, Ewan, tried that. <laughs> Who are the best Superman assets ahead for the four double game weeks in a row? So I suppose I best go first here because I've got the Superman assets, I think. I've brought in Brophy up front, and I think I'm looking for a, a cheap striker. I think one he's fully fit, but he's going to be nailed. So I'm, I'm, going to, I'm just going to hope he starts scoring goals like he did last season. And the keeper for me, uh, but that's because I don't want to change any of the defenders. I'm assuming everybody's going to have the same kind of freedom of defence, maybe an Abdi, maybe a Celtic, potentially a Hibs. You don't want really to bring one of them out for a certain player, do you? So, thoughts on that, Tom? Um, probably go McGrath because he's on penalties. Um, St. Ben haven't been creating a lot recently. Um, if you want to go punt, I'd probably punt like yourself and go on Brophy. You know, he's, he had a good scoring record last season at Kilmarnock, so they've obviously invested and brought him in for that very reason he's wet um, came in starting straight away so he could be a, a decent punt if you're looking to sort of try and capitalise on clean sheets I kind of like um, Tate I think he's a decent defender because he, he's, he's decent when it comes to set pieces he tends to get a few shots on target um, most weeks so you've always got a, got a goal threat there as well from him Okay, same question as going yeah, I picked out Tate as well, and my other player was McGrath. He's on penalties, like Tom said, and he also takes corners. Uh, I seen that in the highlights against Livingston. So uh, you you get your set pe- set piece specialist there. There you go. Twenty three been named four players, so there's food for thought going forward for the double game weeks. Right, let's finish with the Scottish game. Let's go to the FPL. Let's be short and sweet because we covered most of it last week. Uh, I'll let start off with like going to do a bit of posting every week. The top three in the half of what has podcast league is still Lewis, Pumin Torres, Gunnar East still. Top one four nine game weeks ago. <laughs> one two nine six overall. Picnic George Dyer, second, ninety three points game week, one two one nine overall. And third, Jerry Agnew, one one two game week score, one thousand talent overall. So you got one four nine, Gunnar, Tom, you finished one one three, kept all your chips. I had a hundred overall, but took a hit from eighty six. So Against average 74, not too bad. I think it we all green arrows this week. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Some more than yeah, arrows. That's me set up for you, Tom. Where'd you move? Where'd your rank go up to? Um, I think it was about 700k from 1,100,000. So we have about 350k thereabouts. Bad to yourself. Gunnar, where'd you move up to? I think it was better uh, when we last recorded. I still have a green arrow, but it was. Uh, 515 the last time we recorded and it's 550 now because the game week wasn't was it done finished yet, the Aston Villa right. game yeah you were also the highest goal point scorer that week in the league as well Gunnar so there you go double round of applause I had a small green arrow from 195 to 185k so still going the right direction right predictions for well, there's no predictions actually because we covered the games last week so we'll move on to the fixtures this week and pass the predict the game so first up Crystal Palace, West Ham, and I've went 1-0 West Ham. Even though I haven't put my own West Ham defender on the team, I don't know if that's a special thinking. Tom, thoughts? Crystal Palace, West Ham. 
Two uh, 0 West Ham. You know, one all draw. I'm just trying to jinx my defence. Everton Leicester, now I've went 2 0 Leicester. Tom? Uh, 2 1 Leicester. Gunnar? It's a tough one. I'm starting Justin in my team this, this week, but I think it's going to be 2 1 Everton. Well, you think so? Mm. And next up, Spurs Liverpool. And I've went 3 2 Spurs. Tom? Um, I'm going to go with Desmond. 2 2. Gunnar? Nil nil. That's probably the most likely one to go on this week. There we go. Right, so Captain's transfers coming up. We've had a good game week. So I have already took out Zuma because he's not nailed on anymore. I've got a good value on him. I've got him on, on him early, same as you, Tom, I think. Decent rise out and sold him. And I've brought in holding to Arsenal, who seems to be nailed on at 4.5. Let me keep a bit of cash. I can spend that elsewhere. And also this week, I've got a bit of, is it? FOMO, panic a wee bit. Mm-hmm. I thought about it and I took a hit and brought in Gadongan, Gundogan, how you pronounce his name. I just uh, upgraded to check for him because, as I said to you before this after the podcast, uh, Gunnar, I have liked what I've seen him. He's looked great. He's playing further advanced. And he's on penalties now because KDB's off as well. So I bought him in for the three week sample size. So I'll be watching Sutex points versus his points to see if it's been a success or not and what the minus for. So, Tom, what's your thoughts on transfers? And what's the transfers first, actually? Go. Yeah, I got rid of KDB for uh, old Gundog there. Um, he's on penalties. He's cheap as well at 5.6 million, as we record just now. Um, so, you can invest the money elsewhere. The concern would be don't spread the money around too much in your squad because you probably want to get KD back at what some point. You don't be taking a lot of hits to do so. The only instance where you could maybe spread is if you're not really sold on Salah and you're still on Salah as well. Obviously, his form has been poor. He did score twice in the FA Cup on the weekend. Um, but you could spread the money around, and then when KDB comes back, you can punch Salah and get KDB back in. Um, captaincy went on Bruno. Uh, I, I quite fancy him against Sheffield United. So he's yeah, I, I didn't mention captaincy, but I'm also on Bruno. So, Gunnar, your thoughts on a transfer? I think you already, you already know this. And your captain? Yeah, I've done the same transfer as... Uh, KDB to Gundogan he's likely to be on penalties uh, for the most attacking side in the Premier League he's unlikely to be a victim of the Pep Roulette and just the runs he makes uh, albeit playing like centre mid uh, I think he's pretty much the best value for money player in the game at the minute so I brought him in and with a look uh, so I still have Suchek in my team and I think I might upgrade him to Son in the, in the coming weeks and I also went for Bruno Captain there you go, Gunnar. Your transfer news is like buses. Uh, we waited for weeks for you to give us a transfer. You give us two in a trot. There you go. In a one podcast. <laughs> right. You're lucky, boys and girls. We'll have two podcasts a week. We'll come back on Thursday with a uh, roundup uh, game week in the Scottish game. And obviously, we can cover any FPL action that point as well. So, yeah. before we go, before we get the plugs and stuff in that again, again, push the cup. There's 29 spaces left. If you want in, contact me. Follow at Fantasy Half and direct message me your Fantasy Scotland team name and your Twitter handle, and I will get back to you and actually add it in. So, clubs, Fiona, you go first. Yeah, I'm doing the other Fantasy Football Scotland podcast with my mate John. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. 
We're recording tomorrow and with a look to the double game weeks coming up. Uh, if you want to get in touch, that's at Fitball Weekly Pod on Twitter. And uh, we're also doing a captain and vice captain uh, pick on the Twitter, uh, like a poll. So if you want to get involved with that as well, then uh, yeah, check it out. Okay, just before I go, you, Tom, do you see I put a poll up about when the Rangers defenders are going to hold into the double game weeks? And majority, oh, yeah, no. the majority of people okay, still, still sticking with... No, it's finished now, it's fine. Was <laughs> it gone? Uh, I just thought it was a fair one. But I don't know if you're going to stick with three, go down to two, or one, or other, and I think it was 74%. No, I, I, I did vote that. I so did. it just shows that no matter what's happening, I think we're all going to be roughly in the same boat through double game weeks. Right, yeah. Tom, here's your plugs. So I am at FFS underscore scout. Um, there's not been an article this week prior to the, the game week, but I'll do a, a double one through the week at some point. Um, also, do rate my teams. You can uh, hit me up on Twitter. I also make graphics for the Fantasy uh, Half Hour Podcast Cup. There'll be a new graphic coming out this evening if you're into that. And oh, it's a doozy. It's a, a doozy. <laughs> oh, it's a big belt, are I? <laughs> Yeah, that's you. it. Yeah, that's uh, me. That's it. Control yourself. <laughs> <laughs> right. If you like the podcast, you can give us a review on iTunes. That'd be great. Or rather, you get your podcast. And like I said, it was short this week this week because we're going to split it into it. We'll be back on Thursday night as well. Once again, thanks for listening. So, say goodbye, Gunnar. Goodbye. Goodbye, Tom. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, you guys. Bye bye. Boys, we can turn it out. Perpetrators, we can point them out. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Yo, I've been in the game since before you was born. I might still be MC and even after you're gone. Strange thought, I know, but my skills still grow. The 80s, the 90s, 2000s, and so on and on. Into the crack, it's on. Into the year 3000 and beyond. Stay up all night, and I am C. I'll never die. Cause death is the cause of the sleep. Because I'm back with the bang boogie, oogie, oogie. Strawberry letter 23, like sugar. Oh my god, just look at me. Grandpa been rapping since IT3. I'm supersonic like JJ Fad. Crazy ass shit pulling out the bag. Don't forget the tartar sauce, yo. Cause it's sad, all these crap rappers. Like I have carte blanche, the vagabond, Nas is the narcissist, my pockets are rotund, I'm no killer, but compared to you, I'm more realer, you ain't a shot to monster or a drug dealer, a slug filler, you're not, mafioso, no, you ain't got the cut though in ya, beginner, I ain't trying to hear your racket, you work for police dog, you snitch your rat, you wear that jacket, how, how, how many rappers get this, give me eight bars and watch me bless this, I start to reminisce, ooh, and I'm on your mind, let it out.
liver goes inside your brain to blow your bullshit Rapper straight out the frame The lyrics spin round like a hurricane twister To get your hologram on the awful wolf blitzer Too many rappers to shake a stick at I ought to judge attacks For every week rap I had to listen to Cause we been making stacks Like stacks rappers My squad we got a pack that we never come up whack To all you crab rappers And hackers And circuit vendors Truth on splendor Ah Take the cake, I stole a mold The golden microphone will last mine to hold And why all these biters all up in my crotch Face sniffing, buffing, huffing And mean mugging with the blimpy bluffing Back up off me sucker, you ain't saying nothing I brought it in Broadway, I was the project hallway Dual tape recorder, lacing oratorials all day I'm just getting started on this beat, this is foreplay And when the song finish, I can sing along with us By the way, I have a strong fetish For Christian Louboutin steppers I hear Russian blondes the wettest But anyway, y'all better pay homage to my fellas And that's what's on my mind And the rhyme, who's next up? Yeah. 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 Competition as I sharpen my blades. We come together like peanut butter and sandwiches. Like pen and paper, like Picasso with canvases. Rocking stadiums with shitty bars. Go back in time, send the facts from my car. One, One two, 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 three. three. Too many rappers and it's still not, not enough MCs. It goes three, three two, two, one. One. MCA, ad rock, Mike D. This is how we get it done. Like, ladies and gents, attention. Nines in the house with Beastie Boys. We can turn it out. Perpetrators, we can point them out. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. That was dumb. 